Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Dr. Robin. And guess what? I'm Dr. Robin. Whoever you are and wherever you are, whatever time you've taken in order to, to listen to this podcast, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. But that has nothing to do with that podcast. This podcast has to do with the ministry God has given me, a ministry that would help to bring the church and the unchurched, the clergy and the lay, those that are affiliated with spiritual matters and those that are just seeking to understand spiritual matters, help to bring them together. I'm here to, to, to build a bridge. And hopefully we can cross that bridge with integrity, with honesty, and with transparency. You see, I was raised not in the church, but in the world. And I became, and I was saved at 25. Well, you can do a lot of things by the time you get 25. So but when I got saved, one of the first things that I thought about was, wow, how come they didn't tell me sooner? I lived my life on happenstance and I didn't have to. I lived thinking that the only hope I had was it something would accidentally fall in my lap? And I didn't have to. And then the second thing I thought was, huh, the people where I grew up could really use this information. They could do so much better for themselves if they knew there was actually some hope, that they knew that there was something that could be done about their circumstances. And so that's the ministry that God gave me, to build a bridge. You see, I have this unique quality of being able to see both sides of the same coin. Because I was raised in the world and not in the church, I understand the world. And because I left the world, not because I was failing in the world, but because I fell in love with Jesus Christ, I see it through a different eye. But I'm also an ordained minister, which means I matriculated through the church and into the pulpit. I have a doctor's degree in theology. And this is what God has chosen for my purpose. So together, I want us to build a bridge on transparency, build a bridge on integrity, that those in the church and those not yet affiliated with the church will be able to find a little common ground. We'll have a little bit more understanding about their circumstances. Because isn't that what it's all about? You see, Jesus Christ didn't die contrary to popular belief for the church. Jesus Christ died for people and he used the church to disseminate the information. Nonprofits, I have good news for you. Are you tired of spending more time writing for funding than serving? If so, call Dr. Biswag and let her be your writing arm. Think about it. No employee fees, no workers comp. She adds value you can see on your bottom line. 20 plus years experience that is yours on request. Pay only when you need help, but nothing for downtime. Get started at http://drbizswag.com. The doctor can help. Hi, Dr. Robbie here. Welcome to the podcast. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about the simplicity of the word. Now, I know when some people first start to try to read the word of God, that it takes, it can be a little difficult. Depending on which version you've picked up, the wording might seem a little awkward. You might not know what the um, story is talking about. They may make references that you don't understand. So it can be a little challenging at first. The first thing I would tell you is that if you really want to know, to change versions. 
there is something called a living Bible that you can actually read in everyday language. Because remember, the Bible is almost 3,000 years old. And the language has changed significantly. And the examples have changed significantly. But think about it like this. The Bible is a collection of stories. But they're not just stories, they're parables. Parables and stories are those things that have an underlying principle to it. They're stories that are told for a reason. And the reason is to tell you about the character of God or the or the concept God is trying to bestow to you. So don't think of it necessarily as a manual. Think of it as a collection of stories. Jesus himself spoke in parables because he wanted the people to understand the underlining meaning. I call that the spirit of the word, not just the letter of the word. You see, the letter of the word might tell you to do one thing, but the underlying spirit of the word is going to tell you exactly what God means. Because the simplicity of the word is this. God simply loves you. He did everything that he does and everything that he did and everything that he'll do because he loves you. Because he has a purpose for your life and something, an assignment for you. Yes, just you. Even if you're like me, most unworthy. So these parables or these stories are told in order to teach concepts or to teach the characteristics or the, the lessons, the principles of God to you, his people. You see, God will allow you to do a lot of things in your life. And because he allows you, because he loves you, he will allow you to be in his permissive will as well as his perfect will. Now, his perfect will is that which exactly God wants you to do. You are on the mark. You have a purpose. He has given you assignment and you are doing exactly what he would have you to do. But his permissive will allows us to be us. Allows your personality to manipulate, to massage, to reform, to rework, to re-engineer the purpose for your life. You believe, maybe your purpose is to be a singer, to sing the praises unto the God and to inspire others to come to the Lord. Well, he's put that purpose in your life, but you decide that that, that, that that singer that you're going to be is not going to be of the gospel. Well, that's his permissive will. He can even allow that, knowing that life will work it out, that you will come around the corner and actually do that which he's called you to do. So you can be in his permissive will or you can be in his perfect will. But the bottom line is you're in his will because God loves you. And he has a purpose for your life. Now, that purpose doesn't necessarily stay the same in all sections of your life. When we were a child, we obviously can't have the same purpose as when we're an adult. We have a purpose as a child, an immediate purpose that leads to where we are going to go. And sometimes... It's really difficult to make sure that we're in his permissive or his perfect will. It's difficult. 
to understand our purpose and to understand why he has purposed it for us. But did you know that it is not unholy, it is not a sin to question God? No, it is not. Many, many characters in the Bible have questioned God and had a great result. Now, you're, you can't be belligerent and you can't be arrogant, but you can't question. There is a book in the Bible called Judges. It is a time when after the Israelites had gone through the desert and God had delivered them into their land that he had promised them, there was a time that they, that the Israelites, the people that God had chosen, were on the wrong path. They simply were just messing up. They were really doing too much, and, but each time they cried out, he would save them. And he would send them a judge, someone that would lead them, someone that could speak to them in their own language. And he did all of that because he loved them. Well, if you go to the book of Judges, which is in the Old Testament, and you look at the sixth chapter, if you read the sixth chapter, it's, it tells you about a time that a young man by the name of Gideon, who was not a warrior, but who was just someone who was in a family that was having a hard time. Does that sound familiar? He was in a family that they felt they were doing the right thing, but their ancestry, those that had come before them, and those relatives or, or, or extended family were not always doing the things that they were supposed to do. And because of this, the family was oppressed. Maybe the family was poor. Maybe the family was oppressed by other people. But in any event, they were living a life that was displeasing. It was not a happy time for them. They were struggling and they had challenges. But this young man knew what God had done for the Israelites, but they were the stories that he had heard long ago. But he had not seen these things with his own eyes because the time that he was living in was one of discomfort. It was one of challenge and strife. But they had cried out to God. And again, because God loved them, he helped them once again. Well, this time an angel came down and he spoke to Gideon. Gideon was a craftsman, and he was doing his craft, and the, 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 the angel came to Gideon, and he called him something that he didn't even know he was. He said, hello, mighty warrior, and I paraphrase. Gideon said, mighty warrior, <laughs> and I can imagine him saying, hey. I'm five foot five and I weigh all of 190 pounds. How are you going to call me a warrior? But the angel spoke to him into his future rather than into his present. He spoke unto the season that God was bringing him in. And Gideon listened and he told him that God had heard their cries and he once again was coming to help them. But he gave him instructions on what to do. And Gideon did it. But because he did something that was not pleasing to the people around him, 
but what but was pleasing to God. He got in trouble with the people around him. He got in trouble with his relatives. He got in trouble with his townspeople. He got in trouble with a lot of people because he did that which God had called him to do. Anybody ever been in that situation? Has God ever called you to do something and it wasn't popular with the people around you? Well, if you've been in that situation, you know how Gideon felt. And the people came to his door and they demanded that he come out. Because they were going to punish him for what he did. But the father talked to them and, 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 and convinced them that, that if, if, if what he did was so wrong that he would get his. And they left, left him alone. And then the angel said, I have a task for you. And I am going to deliver these people that have been such a challenge to you into your hands. And you're going to win the battle. Well, Gideon was not extremely confident in that. Even though he knew it was an angel of the God, he, he, he had his, 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 his doubts. He had never actually seen God do anything. He had only heard the stories. He had lived his whole life in challenges, and he didn't have any favor in any sort of way. It had been a challenge and strife through everything. So when God told him to do this, mind you, he had just gotten in trouble for doing something a moment before. When God asked him to do this, Gideon said, it's not that I don't believe you, God. Can I make sure? I tell you what. At that time, you see, they were they were sheep herders, and and when you when you when you clip a sheep, when you take the wool off of a sheep, when you when you when you cut it off of them, it becomes what's called a fleece. It's a clump of wool that you can that they sewed together and made coats and garments with. Well, they had this 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 fleece, which was basically a patch of wool from a sheep. And he said, "I tell you what. Now Gideon doesn't." A highly educated man but he knew his task he knew how to be a sheep herder and he had fleeced a sheep before and he said I tell you what God in the morning there's usually dew on the ground and it's usually pretty deep because it's this is the season for dew so but in the morning if you what you're telling me is true and you are really telling me to do this and I'm not just making this up in my own mind I tell you what, take this fleet. I'm going to lay it on the ground and let the when I wake up in the morning, let the entire ground be dry. But let this fleece be wet. And he went to bed. Well, when he got up in the morning, it was strange because there was no dew anywhere. But when he got out to the fleece, it was soaking wet. And so he began to wring the water, the dew, out of the fleece. And he wring out a whole bowl full of water. Yet everything around him was dry. And he said, hmm, maybe it really was an angel of the Lord. But then he began to think about it a little more. And he said, you know, this could be a fupa. This could be just something that's an 
It's accidental. It just happens. So I tell you what, God, don't be upset with me, but let me do this one more time. And this time, I'm going to go to bed, and in the morning, I'm going to take the same fleece, and I'm going to lay it on the ground. This time, let everywhere, let the dew be everywhere except on the fleece. Let there be dew everywhere, but the fleece be absolutely dry. And he left it out in the open, and he went to bed. He said, surely, if it is God, it will be as I have asked. He got up in the morning, and in the morning, There was dew everywhere, and I mean everywhere. It was wetter than it usually was. But when he got to the fleece, he picked it up. In the middle of the dew, it was bone dry. So he knew that it was God himself that had asked him to do it. And he, got the, he did the task, and he got the victory. And sometimes that's how God works in our life. Though he at, we're asked to do things that maybe don't make a whole lot of sense to us. They may not be popular with the people that we hang out with. They may not be popular with our family members. They may not be popular with a whole lot of people. But God has himself has asked us to do this. And if God asks you, you have the right to question. As long as it lines up with God. You see, Gideon didn't hurt anybody by laying this fluid. He didn't sin in any way. He simply put a challenge to God. And that's allowed. Now when I use, when I lay the fleece, I make it something that could only be God. I'll say, God, if this truly is you, let these words come out of this person's mouth. And I'll usually choose a person that doesn't even like me. Or choose a person that would never say that. And when it comes from that person's mouth, I know that I know that I know that I know is from God. And I can do the task that I have been assigned with confidence and know that I will be victorious in it. So if your life is challenged right now, if you are faced with things that you don't know how to handle, and God has given you something to do. If God gave you something, then obviously you've been talking to him. And if you've been talking to him, then you obviously believe that he's there. And if you believe that he's there and you've been talking to him, you really ought to listen to him. And if he's given you something, if he's given you a word for the time in your life, for the season in your life, it's okay to lay the fleece. It's okay to Give a challenge to God to say, I ask that you do this, that I might know that it is not the enemy that's filling me with this, but you that would have me do this. And then when he meets your challenge, go forth in confidence to do that which God has called you to do. Because if God be for us, huh, who can be against us? I'm Dr. Robin. Be safe. Be woke. Be loved in Christ. Bye for now.